welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at trading experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Tuesday, October 6th. Another wild day. The market's out there. Stocks are grinding higher. The S&P was up nearly 1%. And around 2.45, news came out that President Trump called for stimulus negotiations to stop until after Election Day. Stocks quickly dropped on the news. What did you see out there? So the day started off with Fed Chair Powell speaking on the state of the economy, noting the burdens of the economic downturn have not been evenly shared, pretty much pleading with the government to get some sort of fiscal stimulus done. He was saying the risks of overdoing stimulus would be small due to the fact it would cause the recovery to happen at a much more rapid pace. Stocks actually upticked on this news and began to slowly rise all day as it seemed Powell's pleas were taken as signs that we would be shifting closer to getting a deal done. Then at 2.48 p.m. Eastern, stocks absolutely puked. We got word that Trump called for stimulus negotiations to stop until after the election. Then a few minutes later, he hopped on Twitter to confirm. What happened with negotiations that led to this point? So according to President Trump's tweets, he was saying House Speaker Pelosi was asking for $2.4 trillion while Mnuchin and the Republican crew offered $1.6 trillion. So we can see they're still very far apart in the numbers. He said the day after he wins re-election, he'll immediately pass a major stimulus bill focusing on small businesses who have been hurting the most in this economic downturn. Would you say this is a surprising move even for President Trump with the election only less than a month away? Frankly, I'm shocked that he cut off all negotiations until Election Day. If they had gotten a deal done before that point, just from an optics standpoint, that would have been a major beneficiary to his re-election campaign. So in my opinion, this is a big risk for Trump. We can likely anticipate a volatile October in the stock market leading up to the election. The House Antitrust Subcommittee released a 449-page report detailing market power abuse by Apple, Amazon, Google, and Facebook. Do you have any expectations on what this could mean for the big four? So this news got dropped about 45 minutes after the failed stimulus news. It was like the perfect storm of headlines for a quick turnaround in stocks. The House Judiciary Subcommittee has been investigating Apple, Amazon, Facebook, and Google the past 16 months and wants sweeping reform done after their findings. The subcommittee believes the big four tech companies enjoy monopoly power and suggests Congress take up changes in antitrust laws that would result in parts of their businesses being separated. What were some of the specific aspects or behaviors the subcommittee is looking to curb? So they want to slow down acquisitions in adjacent lines of business for the big four as they see mergers to be anti-competitive. They feel these platforms reference their own services instead of offering equal terms to all companies on the platforms. For Apple, the problem is the App Store, their distribution of software apps on iOS devices. The fact they create create apps in the App Store as well as take a 30% cut of every dollar spent on other companies' apps. For Amazon, the problem lies within third-party sellers and their suppliers. They're quick to offer Amazon's choice, which more likely than not is their own products, if applicable, which hurts smaller retailers on the site. Facebook is their online advertising and social networking, and for Google, it was their online search. Democrats aren't alone in this as GOP committee spokesperson Jim Jordan is set to release his own response about the platform's bias against conservatives. So they say the enemy of my enemy is my friends and for Republicans, Democrat leaders alike, they all hate big tech. Uh, Shake of the big four, which do you think is most at risk of a breakup? So 
in my opinion, Facebook is likely the most at risk for a breakup. Regardless of the outcome of the election, they face some major headwinds. Democratic leaders will look at their acquisitions of companies like Instagram and WhatsApp. This is directly what they're referencing when they're speaking on mergers in adjacent lines of businesses. Uh, there will be definitely a greater scrutiny on any acquisitions they look to make in the future, which is so important for any social site with all these upcoming platforms. On the flip side, They'll be targeted by Republicans and what they deem as unfair treatment on their platform, as I mentioned, Jim Jordan before. This is nothing new for these companies as they've been dealing with antitrust issues for years. You can remember the Cambridge Analytica and data issues that Facebook had, but you know they've never faced a 16-month investigation. Facebook is down 1% after hours. This is the worst of the big four, but are you surprised that these stocks aren't trading lower after hours given the news? So they they may want sweeping reform, but in reality, these things take years to play out. Microsoft in 1998 faced antitrust issues. And they were actually forced to split up, but that took six years from start to finish. So don't think we'll have any huge developments in this by tomorrow, but this news definitely takes center stage for the big four tech companies. All righty, Shake. That's all we have for today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. See you then. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.